just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Coach Nick, maybe not an official uh, part two of last week's episode, but definitely a continuation. I think we can maybe get a lift from uh, checking in with how we started last week. Um, I think we started out in a place with just getting curious about feeling okay with progress not being made or just like some of the negative emotions or um, maybe groundedness of how I was feeling last week. Uh, maybe if you could help tie in, just fill in some extra details from last week's episode and conversation uh, so that we can we can set up uh, today's discussion to get a lift from that too. Yeah, very interesting space. And the big takeaway for me is was trust yourself. So the setup was, okay, now I know that I'm in a place perhaps where I'm not feeling the best, I'm not pushing the hardest. Being okay in that space rather than rushing to get back to the push and back to the, okay, uh, clarify what's next, next, next action point, more results. And just being, being okay with being in that space and to know that when you want to go back to the place, you can and you're not going to lose anything or lose the feeling that you know you can go back there. And so that checking in uh, and saying, I trust myself where I am. So I wonder, are you still in that space from last week? Has it changed? Was it an intentional change? Have you even thought about it since then? What's been your experience? Definitely thought about it and definitely not in the same place. There's maybe a... It's it's close. I'm I'm close to that same place. So I'm I'm still practicing. I still find myself checking myself, uh, practicing that, like just let it be okay. And I think what I've discovered is like my my actions and my daily schedule is so in alignment with what I want and what I'm working towards that like my anchor position is already it's already set there. It's just me showing up to what's already on the calendar. So what a relief that has been to just to just acknowledge that and just to have that like it's already my progress or my road back to progress or back to where I was has already been laid out for me. And then I feel like I've been getting energy and slowly starting to come out of this uh, lower energy place because of the way that my schedule is because of the work that I've already done. I, I actually haven't taken any new action since then other than showing up to what's already scheduled. And here I come back on, on the path. Mm. So you'd already created, in essence, the system through the action that which propagates the outcomes that you want anyway. So it's just nothing to do. Like business as usual. I'll go back to working what's on my calendar, showing up, rocking it with my clients, and that's how it's supposed to be anyway. Yes. Yeah. So that, that clarity that has already been 
tapped into like that that's the hack is i've already set up the system to i didn't know this until now right but to protect against or to to have defense systems up against uh falling into a, a bad habit or a bad pattern or um not being able to come back as quickly like the process was already there well in essence that's what we do with our clients right that's why that last day of the triple a approach the achievement is so important because you set the game up and you can have a great coaching call, go out and something happens, you can be knocked emotionally and you go down a rabbit hole and you've got nothing to catch you. That rabbit hole is infinitely deep. Now we all have things that do catch, well, most of us have things that do catch us, but how intentional are they? And like, when do they show up? Because it could be, if you, that's why with a coaching, you can come back after a week. You're like, that's it. Like, that's why I'll say to my clients, like, this is your insurance policy. Everything goes terrible for a week. It's only going to be a week. Whereas if you didn't have that, it could be two weeks, could be a month, or it could be partially caught. And so you think it's okay. So if you chat with a friend, let's say, but still not quite, you feel good enough, but you're not back onto the path you want to be on. That's probably even more dangerous. Yeah. Because you live a life of like dabbling, like just in the middle ground, yeah, not in not out. Yeah, and yeah. I think I, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, like, what if it's just a single moment, like that has exponential implications, right? Like, if I go down that rabbit hole, how long would it take me to come back? Like, I, I, that fascinates me. I love thinking about that because, uh, like these hacks or the progress that I've made up until this point is preventing that rabbit hole like we're putting a manhole cover right over top of it like it's not even i don't even go down there anymore it's not even like an option but how much time am i saving in that process like how like I, i'm i'm condensing the time it takes for me to get to my goals not only to be in alignment with them with the actions i'm taking but also to prevent against like the negative setbacks that are sure to happen where you just mentioned that that's life like life is full of like if we want something if we're going for something life purposely puts things in our way to see you know, how much we want it. So to have to have the knowledge that my calendar, my schedule is, and first of all, it's the result of the work that I've already put in, but it's also like the framework or the groundwork for where I'm going. And it's, it's already in place is such a good feeling to have. Mm. It's, it's still showing up when you don't want to, you know, it's like, oh, uh, I don't want to do, I don't want to put myself there, but yeah, you've already set it up. Yeah, it's it's. I've been, uh, coach. I've been in so many meetings and situations in my previous career where it's just like I wasn't my best self in that meeting. I, just, I didn't really show up, and it's like, oh, and I got to make myself get ready for that meeting in a place that I want to be. So, but most of the time, it's because I don't really want to be there. I haven't got a real outcome. It's not really makes sense that I need to be there. So there's no drive. So I'm getting myself like motivated for something that doesn't matter anyway, in essence. That's what's so cool about really setting yourself out there. It's like I've got to show up here, no, no matter what. I've already re, I've already committed to it in, in advance. It's not a I get to choose. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not hundred percent of you that day, you're not like buzzing everywhere. But because of the way you set it up, you're still. This goes back to something you said in a podcast a long time ago. You want to be aiming to work at 80%, not 100%. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because without me knowing, that's probably what I that's like the trying to fix it or the like the really grind and get down and dirty with like how I can get back on like there isn't any of that going on. And and the result is like it's happening. It's unfolding the way that it should. It's easy, it's easier, it's effortless. Yeah. I wonder if this is a lag time effect as well of what your push was in Q2. I don't know the timelines exactly. I can't remember. But I know that there was a point where you're like, I've got a lot on now. I feel like there's a lot there. It feels like it's the next stretch, but I'm into it. I'm going to commit to it. I mean, it's going to be great. And I wonder if it was going through that, seeing the other side of that, now feeling the effects of it a little bit. Mm. That Does that hit you anywhere? Like, Because oh, this lag time thing, we know it's a delay, but we just don't know how much of a delay. And it's so easy to go, I feel something going on now, but I didn't really change anything. So where, where was it that happened, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great observation, something to, you know, and let's reflect in real time on that right now. So what I feel like was, so definitely a stretch period in Q2 going through probably the end of June to where I felt overwhelmed or overscheduled more than I normally would. And so here I sit, things have kind of returned to normal. There's some things, uh, more more gaps in the schedule, more openings than, than were before. And yeah, I'm wondering why that feeling is showing up now, or maybe it's the residual, maybe it was happening before. I, I wasn't slowing down enough to notice it. So maybe that's the gift wrapped up in that, is that like now that the schedule has some gaps in it, I'm noticing or able to check in more with uh, how that feels energetically and where, where do I go from here? Like, what do I do with it? I think that's the crossroad that I'm in here. So it's part, it's part patient, but mix in with like equal um, parts of like growth and hunger and just like reassessing what my limits are. Like there's probably some of that bumping up against the ceiling. Um, we use glass ceiling, like it either shatters or it doesn't you either get through it or you don't. What I'm envisioning now for this example is more of like a plastic, like my, my head starting to poke through, but yeah, there's like other things that are required to bust through it. And it's like, it's elevating, but it's not, I'm not all the way through it. So it's, it's interesting to, to think about that. Um, and not in the terms of like hours or days or even weeks, but more like, you know, maybe a, a full month. Sometimes it takes that long to come out of something like that. I guess I'm just excited to see where it goes after this. Like if this has become my new normal for, for my scheduling and my, you know, all the progress that I've made, like what, what is, there's still half a year left, right? There's still uh, two more quarters here. So I, I think the superpower is being okay with feeling this way and then letting the next part come up naturally and just being ready for anything. And I, I genuinely feel that like, it doesn't matter what, what it is. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. <laughs> And that's the juice, right? Like that's definitely worth the squeeze because if it gives you a superpower of whatever it is, I'm ready. Then whatever it is, you'll be ready, right? <laughs> like it's like, and then the the irony of that is then you'll stop looking so hard as well, and then that will take off more pressure. You're like, yeah, oh, I need to, I need to be ready for whatever it is. Like, where well, I'm already ready, it's like I'll stop looking. All right, just up here. Yeah, so that's interesting to me that things don't appear because I look for them. 
like it's almost like a, I'll use a sports reference. I know we, uh, we we do that from time to time, but um, yeah, Wayne Gretzky, hockey player, right? Hockey's my sport. Uh, he has a famous quote: "You never want to skate to where the puck is; skate to where it's going to go." Yeah. And part of that, part of what is, what's implied in there is like, let the game come to you. Yeah. Right? And like, I can think of like, yes, there's maybe an instance where I can go run towards the puck and and have more touches with it or or what whatever it's also going to leave my stick more quickly that way too so if i'm if i'm in a place to where i'm i'm waiting for the game to come to me it's it's it just feels better like i, I can prep better too I, i'm i'm less uh frantic i'm more calm i'm more patient for when the puck does come to me and then i know more of what to do with it i can see clearly the whole landscape instead of like just having this tunnel vision i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta do this yeah, if you, if you know where you're going to be effective, just stay there. Mm. Right? Like chasing it around, chasing the puck around. Like you say, it's like, even if you get it, it's like, well, the impact's not going to be the same impact if you know you're in your position where you can score a goal. Stay there and wait for that right pass when you do get the puck. Then you have the impact. And that's, I guess that's a version of leverage versus effort. Bingo, yeah, I can go skate my my ass off and get the puck behind the net. I can't score from back there. Right. <laughs> so stay where I'm going to be effective. Right. I, I just kind of hover and bide my time in, in the slot in front and knowing that it's just a matter of time before it comes to me and I'll be ready. I'll be ready to cash in. And that reward or the the feedback or the the payout is going to be that much stronger because I'm in that place that I actually want to be in. Oh, that's the, the trust of it. Right. Like that's, that's really important because if we're having this conversation in three weeks, you might like, like that was all nice three weeks ago. And that's three weeks on. Where's my results? Yeah. And I, and a client said to me, you know, this, this abundance mindset thing is all very well. And I get it. I want to live in that place where I, I believe there's complete abundance and everything's available. And I want to just, act back in that way and just go for everything when does that become just ignorance or stupidity and what just came to mind was like well it becomes ignorance or stupidity when you're not taking action towards the place you want to go mm. i suppose that's the check-ins what we're saying is that the system is the actions so then i guess three weeks down the line if we get there it just requires a check-in on the system mm. back to the action yeah, I think it's important to note that there there was an adjustment over these last couple of weeks with those actions. And, you know, we refer to them as, as the lead dials, right? So I feel more confident, comfortable than ever uh, in Q3 here that they're the right ones for me. So there's that happening at the same time too, which makes it all the more interesting that I feel this way. You know, that's that's the interesting part of it. Um, and I think we've discussed this before too. It's not something I have control over. I'm just I'm just aware of them. It's like a check-in with with what's happening, and then it's the practice of the non-resistance. You know, this this is what it is. I'm being real with myself, and then just trying to make meaning out of it. And of course, we know nothing has any meaning except the meaning that we give it. So I, it's just another reinforcement of the principle. I'm in, I'm in control of this, even though I don't feel like I'm put. I I have put these feelings here for myself. They're they're just here. I'm experiencing them. What am I going to make of it? Yeah, it's like I like playing around the concept of you know. Thought you refer to it as the feeling of it, but you also think about the thoughts of it as well, right? The thoughts and the feelings, the thoughts then 
we have we give ourselves permission to feel a certain thing so we've got those the thoughts that are going around in the mind like not josh's mind just the mind like the bigger conscious they're just they're not your thoughts they're just thoughts mm. like those thoughts that you've you've been having have you been really having them and you think that you're the only person who ever had those thoughts they're not yours like you know like <laughs> you're not that important neither am i right it's like there's yeah. there's enough sort of thoughts that have been there thousands of years that they're not ours they're just thoughts so what do you decide to do with them or take them let them come in and go out you know yeah so a better question might be of all the thoughts that have been happening and and were always happening why am i only now paying attention to the ones that don't make me feel good so i i think there is something there I, and i enjoy that idea some people might have some resistance to, to thinking in terms of like the collective consciousness but sixty-five thousand thoughts every single day like where, where, where the heck do they come from they're they're there they're always there we, we think them every day we just pay attention to or notice different ones um on a day-to-day -day basis i would say yeah, and then like for me, the equalizer is okay. Well, what do you want? Where are you going? What's the thing you're focused on right now? Because again, you can't you can't turn focus off. It's always on. Maybe not. The only difference, perhaps, is if it feel, feels like it's off, it just it just means you're subconsciously focused on something. Mm -hmm. I've done this with a vision exercise. Something that I was reminded what I'm reminded of recently. There's oftentimes resistance to put a vision out there because it's not right or they don't want to do the work. I haven't figured it out. You don't know what the answer is. Here's some leverage on that. If you close your eyes and you picture a 70-year-old man, if you're a woman, picture a 70-year-old woman. What does that, what does she or he look like? There's a vision there, right? Does do they do they look like 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 a, a guy that really looks after himself, that's shredded, like stands up tall and looks like he's 45? Or do they look like old and hunched over and like frail? Whatever version you had in your mind, that's your vision of you. So even if you didn't have a vision or didn't think you had a vision, you do. There's a default in there. Hmm. That's what you're moving towards because what you focus on is what you get. So you better be damn sure you're intentional about whatever it is that you want and you're focused on because that's what you're heading for. And that's the part where free will comes in right so we can make that adjustment we can make that change hey that person i just saw that's not that's not who i want to see right change it you don't like yeah. it change it right yeah yeah because there's other thoughts in there too there's other vision why why has that been the one that we've hung on to for whatever reason like we're attached to that for some reason but we can't change it we do have the power in that right you got it okay yeah. well put it all together for me coach what's if you distill it down what's your takeaway today yeah, so my takeaway is the balance between what we have control over and what we don't. So part of this experience for me has been not trying to control what I don't control, but then also getting super focused on what I can control, uh, that being like where, where I'm headed, the future vision. So there's the balance, right? I, I can stay in this pocket of, you know, whatever happens, happens. I'm good with it. I'm just exploring. I'm accepting whatever happens. But the danger of that is you could be swept up with the wind and just go where where you don't want to go. So the other side of that coin is while you're in that state, be reflective about what I'm feeling. And if that's not something that I want, then I do have the power to change it. I can't attach myself. I can put a flag in the ground in the future when, when it feels right for me, when I'm ready to do that. 
and pain versus pleasure conversation, right? Do I want to wait for it to get so painful before I do put that flag in the ground? Or am I ready to move towards the pleasure of something I really want? You got it. Wonderful. I think for me, it's like just the certainty to know that the system that we've created is the life we wanted. And for me, any pull to like, ah, I've got to get back to action comes from a prior version of me when I was living in a life professionally I didn't want to be. Hmm. So awesome stuff, coach. Yeah, love it. Continue this conversation. Check in next week. Thanks, coach. Yep. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset, and come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.